You're listening to The Range, Gardner-Webb University streaming and on-demand programming. My name is Jeff Powell. In the studio, Matthew Tessner, the big sports fan. And Matthew promises a real quick rundown of Carolina sports. We're going to try. We're going to try. And we're going to start with Big South basketball. We're right in the middle of the conference tournament right now. And Gardner-Webb won their first game. Uh, As we record this, we're going to be taking on Winthrop with a chance to go to the championship game uh, and a chance to host that championship game. So Gardner-Webb getting their 19th win of the year with an 91 to 55 win over High Point. We just beat High Point by two points in their place a week ago, right? Uh, and just blew blew them away. It's amazing how that can happen. It's know. amazing. I was expecting a close game and a high point team seeking revenge. Um, but but what's been interesting so far about this tournament has been uh, the top side of the bracket. We've seen number two seed UNC Asheville and number three seed Liberty fall. So we've got a six seven matchup in the semifinals going to the championship. Very interesting and the. Biggest note, possibly even before the rest of this tournament concludes, Campbell in the quarterfinals. Chris Clemens, a guard for Campbell, had 51 points. School record, Big South record. Did not see that coming. No. Um, so very exciting for us and a chance to maybe move on in the Big South tournament. Uh, championship game is uh, Sunday, March 5th at 1 p.m. Uh, ACC basketball, while we're on this college basketball uh, train, uh, we've got Carolina and Duke with their rematch this weekend. Uh, big game at Carolina there. Uh, Carolina has already kind of wrapped up, uh, I think, the number one seed for the ACC tournament, no matter what happens with that. The interesting thing of note, both of these teams kind of come into this game. It's always one of those national perspective games where everybody's looking at Duke Carolina. Um, no matter what the team's records are, both teams kind of come in a little bit wounded. Um, UNC scored 43 points and lost like 53 to 43 to Virginia this week. Uh, Duke has lost a couple of games in a row and like three or four or something like that. They're looking a little bit wounded. Grayson Allen, one of their big stars that we've talked about often on this podcast throughout this season, has been injured a little bit. So two teams with a lot of talent and a lot of chances to go deep in March, but they're not looking that great right now coming into the Duke-Carolina game this weekend. Uh, Looking at the teams heading into the ACC tourney from North Carolina and South Carolina, UNC and Duke had, had pretty good seasons. I think some people would say Duke's been a little bit of a disappointment. They came into the year ranked number one, and they have not lived up to those expectations so far. But everybody else right now in, in kind of the the old ACC from the Carolinas has been had a rough season. Wake's under 500. They've lost more games than they've won. And Clemson's 5-12, and 12, and NC State's 4-14 and 14 in conference play. So it's just, just rough seasons yeah. for some of those some of those Carolina schools. So I really think if we're going to have a Carolina school winning the championship, it's going to be Duke Carolina, which, as you've said, Jeff, before, isn't it always a, a Duke Carolina like it, chance you know, to, to win that like and it. be in the national conversation? While we're talking basketball, We'll talk Charlotte Hornets for a little bit. Uh, Hornets, yeah, a grimace on the face maybe with talking <laughs> Charlotte Hornets. 19-15 and 15, uh, as the new year approached. Uh, yeah, they had a winning yeah. record. They were in the playoffs as of that time. Since that time, I think they're like 6-19. and 19. They've fallen off to 11th place in the conference. Before the year, I made a, a prediction just, just around talking basketball to different folks. I thought they'd go about 38-44 and 44, final record and finish ninth just out of the playoffs. Right now, they're not even trending toward that. I haven't made that yet. Yeah. The bottom line is they have all-star uh, guard Kimball Walker. We were really excited he got to be in the all-star game, but there's too much of a load on him. There's nobody else to carry the load. Nick Patum, the other guard, hey, he's a great player, and, and and sometimes he turns in a great performance to help Kimba, and, and when they match up on the same night and they both play well, we we usually might have a good shot at getting a win. But that roster is just not strong enough to compete right now, and that's that's just disappointing. Um, so I I think the Hornets are going to continue to fall off. 
Uh, and so finally, I want to talk about the Carolina Panthers. And people are thinking, "Oh, didn't football season Wrong just season. end? Yeah, aren't we talking basketball? Um, but but draft, right? The NFL draft is coming up, and that's what what interests us. And the Panthers just put a franchise tag on defensive tackle Kawan Short, uh, who has been a, a very big disruptive pass rusher for the last couple of seasons for the Panthers. Uh, fans will remember last year, Josh Norman got the franchise tag. Then there was a contract dispute, and he ended up jetting and going to the Washington Redskins. Uh, the the Pundits don't believe that'll happen with Kawan Short. Uh, they think that the Panthers' front office will get a deal done with him. Essentially, that means that there'll be a certain amount promised with the franchise tag for a, a deal here in the yeah. next year. Yeah. Hold on to him uh, and pay him some of the money that he he has seemingly earned uh, we're talking millions so how you earn millions and millions and millions but on the field and so that's a big thing the other thing panthers pick number eight in the first round of the nfl draft coming up april 27th through the 29th popular suggestions are that they pick a running back or a defensive end uh jonathan stewart the running back's getting a little older somebody to fill his shoes or a defensive end because outside of kawan short on the defensive line not getting enough pressure on the opposing quarterbacks I think both of those predictions are wrong. I think they need an offensive lineman. They need somebody, and this this is not necessarily a strong offensive line draft, but I think they need to find a way to get some offensive line help. I said that last offseason, and again this year after the Super Bowl, Cam Newton running for his life against the Denver Broncos, yeah. and that was a problem all year last year. So I think when that NFL draft comes up in late April, got to pick an offensive lineman. Maybe we can look later on at who those options might be. All right, that's it for this week. The big sports fan, Matthew Tesnier, and uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about. Always. If you've got any questions for Matthew, just email us here at the station. Info, I-N-F-O at WGWG.org.